Hello, can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah I can. Okay, great. So let's start it again. This is uh, Phantom Electric Ghost, and this is our anchor, Phantom Electric Ghost Show. Um, and we interview indie artists from around the world. We're going to be talking to The Muted. And we talked to him previously on our other platform, Spearman, but now we're on Anchor. And so uh, let's let's get started. Like an introduction of uh, the, the punk band, The Muted, or alternative band, The Muted. So how are you guys? Yeah, yeah. good, thank you. Doing good. How are you? I'm doing well. I've been, you know, I'm always working. You know, I've been moved to this new platform because Spearman moved toward just doing videos for podcast and stopped yeah. doing their, their their support for the conversation. And then they they actually told me about this app and they, they kind of said, hey, you know, if you want to keep on doing what you're doing, why don't you try Anchor? And um, this platform has been pretty good. We've been interviewing a lot of different people and uh, we've been taking some of the old episodes from Spearman and put them out there. We've got your old episode from Spearman up there. Um, on this platform that's cool thank you and, yeah and so i mean it's pretty cool and uh you know they actually do uh listener support on this platform so people can actually subscribe and uh help fund the podcasters at different right. levels which is pretty cool yeah um, that's cool so so it's pretty interesting and there's a lot of stuff going on you know with the platform they're trying to move out and one of the coolest things about this platform it actually creates real podcasts which means this is on Spotify as a podcast. This is on Apple as a podcast. It's on Radio okay. Public on like eight other platforms. So that's really good. That's really good. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So like you, you guys had the the album Rip Jeans and uh, Snake Bites, and you've been supporting that, right? And uh, I think you had said you were going to do some shows in 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 London. So maybe you can talk about kind of where we left off last time. Where, where, where are you going with that record and what you're doing? to support it uh yeah well we've played one show so far you kind of would like to play more in the future but um yeah we're kind of busy and um we're kind of just i don't know working on new music at the same time but also um kind of getting in contact with other promoters and hopefully we're gonna do some more shows next year we're pretty busy this year in the studio i guess Oh, so you're working up on a follow-up to the record, or you're working on singles or just other projects? Yeah, we're hoping to release maybe a single this year, and then maybe a few more like early next year, and then hopefully do quite a lot of shows next year. Uh, not more than this year, anyway. Yeah, that's interesting. I've been in, I've been in a mode of just recording this year myself, rather than doing shows, because I like to play in New York. But um, I just been spending all my money. On, on on gear and recording <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> i kind of went crazy buying mogs and euro racks and going crazy with my sound but um yeah you know, sometimes you, you, you gotta take you take you take your art you say well no, i'm actually gonna focus on the music and yeah. then then later you go and say well now i want to take this on the road <laughs> yeah so so you guys um so when when you had your show, how how was that? Yeah, it went quite well. It was our first show ever, so yeah, it was a bit of hard work getting used to it, but it went well overall. I think it's about it wasn't it was about fifty people there, I'd say. So 
Yeah, it wasn't completely full, but there was still a little bit of a crowd, so it wasn't awkward. Not enough to crowd surf there. Yeah. yeah. So how'd that work out with you guys, like, doing a show? Had you ever worked, like, like with a sound guy and figuring out how to hook up to the club system and stuff? Have you? Was that the first time you ever did that, that you actually connected to a PA system and did all that? Yeah, we just had to jump into it, really. But it wasn't too bad. We just got used to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the sound check, and yeah, it's quite so, easy. So when you do a sound check, how long did it take you guys to like set up? Uh, maybe about fifteen minutes. Yeah, it wasn't too long. Yeah, it's just two of us. So it doesn't take really that much. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. Because a lot of things today, it's kind of hard with a lot of clubs. Like in the USA, everybody's so like DJ and hip hop focused. You know, people just show yeah. up with, with a Pioneer or, or a laptop, and then they don't really need that much of a sound check. But if yeah. you're, like, if you're a real band, you know, you come in there and people are like, oh, you know, because some clubs want to run through, like, five bands in a night. You know, at least that's yeah. what's going on in the U.S. And it's kind of like, well, that's hard to move all your gear and only spend, like, 20 minutes on a stage and you got to, like you got to get off the stage real fast for the next band. <laughs> yeah. So that's one of the things I've, I, I've, I don't know if that's what's going on in England or if you're able to like book a show and have the whole night or do you have to like rotate with other people? Yeah. Bands? We had the rotation. Oh, well, that was about four or five bands. Yeah. There's quite a few bands. There's like a promoter like who kind of organized quite a few bands in like the alternative genre. Yeah, so, it's like an emerging night, really. That's yeah. cool. They give you enough time to take your stuff off the stage, or you have to leave everything there and then kind of take it off later? Yeah, we managed to take it off, apart from the back line. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. There's, a, there's a, just the shelves with the drums and you yeah. know amps there that you can borrow and stuff, so it's just about bringing your own like breakables and um, guitar. guitar and everything, all your boards and stuff. That's cool, yeah. So, so... I, I've seen your videos. Are you working on more videos for the new stuff you're working on? Because some of the videos you had last year or this year or earlier this year are really good. Um, are, you, are you continuing to work on that on top of the new material? Uh, I think so. We hope so. But it kind of needs some ideas. Maybe if we work with somebody else as well, maybe. Oh, I cool. Yeah, I'm kind of just focusing on the production of the music first, kind of trying to improve our sound quite a lot more. So, like, are, are you, like, when I talked about gear, you guys, like, kind of, like, laughed. So, are you, are you guys getting different gear for your recording, or are you going into a studio? What, what, what are you doing in that direction? Hello? Sorry. Uh, I guess the question was, like, are you guys using different types of um, um, tools for your recording are you adding, you know, more capabilities? Are you buying different equipment to record with? Are you? Uh, yeah, not good. really. We're kind of just using the same as before, but using like <laughs> sorry, using using different techniques, like um, panning like the instruments in different ways. Oh, okay, it's all the same equipment, but like we're just using uh, like just different techniques, really. Okay, so you're. Just- Learning how to use what you already have and do it, you know, a different way. Yeah. 
So, um, yeah, I mean, a lot of what's going on today with a lot of the recording techniques, uh, there's a lot of you know, like new devices that give you like studio quality capabilities. You know, yeah, there's a lot yeah. of things like, ner- ner- like uh, Neve, you know, Neve, this guy, Robert Neve, I think he, yeah. did, he has all these like new devices you can do with these compressors and, and, um, all kinds of uh, plugins for audio quality that can give give you like a sound that you would get from like a, you know going to a, like a big studio uh, that you can use these hardware devices to increase your yeah. capabilities on your microphones and you know give you a bigger sound when on your vocals you know bigger sound on the guitars uh, just different yeah. different processing other than what's in the on the laptops they're like hardware <laughs> devices that you can get. They yeah. plug in through like universal audio and different things to like give you like a better uh, sound and make it sound like you were in a studio, you know, but that's yeah. what I've been looking into the last stuff like that. But, you know, I'm always buying gadgets, but yeah, I think it's much easier to record these days with all the software and stuff. I can just do it at home without going to a studio or anything. Yeah. It's just a matter of like increasing the quality of your recording. Yeah. I've been trying to, you know, go toward like analog recording. Um, yeah. Makes, you know, trying to bring more analog sounds. I think it just has a has a, has a more, you know, the feel. It's a fatter feel. Yeah. And when you're using like if you're using analog like Moogs and stuff, and you and you just record it digitally, sometimes you lose part of that signal. And in the kind of the charm of these analog instruments. Is that if you can capture them to analog devices, then then you can yeah. keep the same quality. Though I know everything's going to go to like an MP3 or a WAV file, but if you can get that sound to feel like 1974 or something, then yeah, then that's kind of like the goal for for certain people. Some people are like in the modern world; they're doing stuff they don't want, they don't mind the way it sounds now. But I kind of came from the 70s. You know, yeah. I listened to these records when they came out, <laughs> and yeah. there's a certain quality you can get from the old technology that you try to, you know, take the new stuff and then merge it with the with with the old and try to, you know, take advantage of both. Yeah, and that's I think that's a goal. And you know, you guys being a rock band, I was wondering like how far you're into that. You're comfortable with the the modern stuff. Yeah, ours is kind of um, we kind of record. In the kind of late nineties, early two thousands, kind of uh, you know, rock, punk rock style. So mm. it's, it's, not, kind of like, <coughs> it's raw. Yeah, more, more raw than the like, uh, kind of new kind of mainstream pop stuff these days. It's, yeah, yeah. I think you guys it would it would be really cool to hear what you guys would sound like if you somebody t- put you on a reel to reel, like. If somebody took an analog reel-to-reel recorder, yeah, like like the nineteen eighty-four or something, like mm, a, yeah. like an old Tascam, like reel-to-reel recorder, and use mics and this mic, you guys, I yeah. would I'd be really interested to hear what that sounds like, because yeah, I, that'd yeah, be quite that, cool too. Yeah, I mean, if you go to a pawn shop and find one of those, it's like, <laughs> it's, like <laughs> it, it's just really cool because if you you guys are like a pure band, there's so many people today is like. They don't even know what I'm talking about because they're they're DJs or they're you know they're they're just doing everything in Pro Tools or Ableton, yeah. so they don't they don't even think about that. 
but but when you're talking to guys who are musicians, and you guys are musicians, then there's like that's kind of cool if, if you, you know you guys were able to do that. But yeah, I like I appreciate what you're doing. I hear the the sound that you, you guys you guys do. You, you guys are like the kind of kind of bands I like to talk to because because yeah. you guys are like you know that's it's cool to see young musicians still feeling that they need to do what you guys are doing. And, yeah, thank and you. that I think that's really important for, for people to understand that, you know, going and playing a live show with live instruments, mm-hmm. that is still something people need to aspire to. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I really appreciate the fact that you guys do that and you, you do it with a really good level of quality. You got like a lot of passion for what you're doing. And that's that's what's really cool. Thank you. It's, yeah, I think quite a few bands these days use uh well, a lot of like pop artists use like backing tracks live. But we kind of want to try and keep it raw as possible, even though there's only two of us. Even though it may not sound like completely good live, but yeah. No, no, it's pure. It's kind of like a White Stripes kind of idea, you know? Yeah, yeah. you got two people. You know, and it's like, you know, it's a traditional type of thing. I mean, I'm a one person band. I show up in New York City and I've got all my gear. But the whole goal is to is to sound as live as possible. You know, even yeah, yeah. I've got sequences, but I run like analog sequences, which means everything mm. everything can be manipulated with like foot pedals and controls. So it just comes out very organic. Yeah, um, and and you're able to be electronic and then organic at the same time, and that's kind of a hybrid, kind of like Nine Inch Nails idea, of yeah. of of doing industrial kind of punk oriented electronic music, but it's not as uh as like as stagnant or or stale or kind of tinny as some of the digital stuff today, uh, just because it kind of forces you into that when you use some of the new 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 capabilities. Yeah, and you're kind of stuck to what your your sequencer is doing but if you use analog machines they have a life of their own they kind of change all the time and it's kind of it's good because it makes you feel like you have another person there because <laughs> yeah. Yeah. the variability of the analog gear it allows you to, to feel like there's somebody else playing that bass line because the mode's mm. kind of just going off on its own it's doing whatever it's going to do <laughs> yeah yeah just because you, mo- yeah, if you just modulate it, it will go and change it, and then you can just play the filters live, and it will just adjust as you're playing. So that's that. Have you guys thought of using like analog, like synths in your stuff, or you're pure like still keep it more guitar oriented? Um. Well, in terms of live music, I think definitely um, like using guitars and drums, but I think maybe in um our recordings we could maybe use more analog stuff and experiment a bit more yeah there's some really cool things with that euro racks that create all kinds of crazy you know sound um you know garnishes or you could say it's just they they add backing tracks but they have such a like variability or weirdness to them that you could like you could still be guitar focused but you could have this weirdness going on yeah. Kind of like the, way, the, the way Radiohead uses them, you know, the way Wilco uses them, Magua, there's a lot of bands that use analog yeah. synths mm-hmm. and they're able to kind of fit it into a rock genre or, you know, or a punk kind of genre because they, they can take advantage of the weirdness going on, you know. But. Yeah. 
but I, I'm just a big opponent of trying to get people to use them. <laughs> yeah. Multiple genres. Just telling people, like, just check it out. Like, check out a bogan. And once you check it out, you're like, you'll want to use it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, but uh, yeah, it's the, the entry in, into that world is kind of st- steep sometimes, but there's some cheap ones sitting around. Um, so you can kind of bring it in if you wanted. But, yeah, it's yeah. cool. Like, you guys... You have any um, things you want to talk about your new material? You want to talk about where you're going or what what what's coming up? Well, we've got a few songs working in progress, so we're working on our producing, like making the sound sound much better than Rip Jeans and Snake Bites. Mm-hmm. We feel that wasn't our best, and we're putting more effort into this and right. make sure it's yeah. the sound of it is like much better. Just in general, yeah, and the playing just more creative. And... Oh, cool. Well, yeah, you're progressing, you know, as a band, as you as you learn what you can do with the tools you have, you you tend to get significantly, you know, different from each release. You know, you hope you have, a, yeah. You know, there's a point when you're in a band where you're very creative and you're doing your best work, and then as you grow as a band, you kind of get to the sweet spot. You know, but I think you guys are still developing, so there's a lot of cool stuff you could be moving toward. Yeah. So that's yeah. cool. Yeah. It's about experimenting. So, so when you guys uh, like your inspiration, um, what drives you when you're writing your material? Do you, you guys have like you? You guys are driven to create your own material. There's a lot of bands, you know, they do covers. They don't. They don't do their own material. What drives you guys to like? have your own ideas and do stuff like what what motivates you how did how did you get to that place where you felt like yeah I'm, I'm we're gonna write our own stuff well it just feels like more authentic and fun writing your own stuff and you can really express yourself like your actual feelings rather than somebody else's in your songs and you get to experiment with different sounds and yeah and you can get influenced by other people as well i think every time we go to a uh, concert like just watching a band live as well like when we come out we just think oh we we want to be on that stage we want to be doing that and that's probably what drives us as well just be able to play to a, an audience and they have their song our song sung back at us that's kind of the ambition really that's yeah. cool that's awesome you know because that's really cool to hear because there's a lot of people today um you know they they, they drive a different direction they they go into hip hop and that's not a bad thing, but but sometimes when you go that direction you don't really you're creative in a different way than what what you guys are doing. Um, back in the day when I was growing up, you know what the band the, you know the couple of bands that that made people want to be musicians were like the Beatles and the Stones. You know they were people yeah. people would always mention if you asked any artist why do you want to do it because well because of John Lennon and Paul McCartney because of Mick Jagger and Keith Richards. So yeah. for, for you guys, are there, you know, what what bands were the ones that you would say were like that for you? Well, I think the first band we really listened to was Green Day. Mm-hmm. And they got us into the, yeah, like rock music rather than just listening to the radio and pop mainstream music. And yeah, we kind of just progressed out of there and branched to loads of different bands like Blink-182 and, yeah. uh, you know, Maybe even Michael Romance and then even smaller bands than that. 
Yeah, yeah. So it was it was their influence. The Green Day seemed to have that big influence for a lot of bands, like a lot of bands yeah. I've talked to. You know, it's either Green Day or Nirvana. There are people yeah. all the time. Kurt Cobain seemed to be the big big guy. You know, I hear I hear Green Day and Kurt Cobain like all the time. Um, yeah, yeah. To be for this generation of artists today, they they seem to be the ones that drive a lot of the creativity of why people wanted to get into it. Because, you know, when they heard Kirk, saw what Kirk Cobain was doing, a lot of people initially, they always say, oh, you know, that means anybody can do it. But then if you really think about it, Nirvana isn't like the Sex Pistols. It's not simplistic. It actually is a little mm-hmm. bit, there's a lot, there's a pretty deep um, arrangements going on. And yeah. you know, a lot of people may be on the face of it think it's just it's straight punk, but but it's not exactly that. Uh, it's a little deeper than that, but um, but it has the punk aesthetic, which makes people feel like they're getting into it, you know, because they feel yeah, like yeah. Well, he's 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 revealing his emotions, he's saying what he feels. I think that's what's driving people to say, hey, you know, I can do that. Oh, I want to do that, you know. In Green Day, yeah. same way, it's like they're, they're kind of showing people like, hey, I want to rebel. Kind of like the Clash and the Sex Pistols, but a modern day version, you know. Yeah. You know, so I think that's really. I've always been inspired, like a lot, as an electronic musician. You know, a lot of bands like like Who's Could Do or or the Replacements, or the Sex Pistols. You know, you know, a lot of heavy punk bands inspired me. And I'm not. Well, you're a keyboardist. Why would you be inspired by that? Because it's the attitude. You know. Yeah. In in the songwriting. And so, you know, in that, in those genres, you're more free to do like anything you want to talk about. Um, yeah. And you're not restricted to like, well, I'm trying to make a hit, but like, I don't really care about making a hit. I, I, I kind of serve what I want to do artistically. If it happens to be something that could be popular, then, you know, you craft it that way. But a lot of what you do, I do is kind of focused on like artistic uh, freedom. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, so that's about right. Yeah, you guys are into that. That seems like we're, we're your driving forces to do that. Yeah, I think it's good to listen to a wide wide range of music. Mm-hmm. And you have different influences from like different genres. Yeah, and, like, get a different sound by mixing them all together. Yeah, I'm not very good at that. Eh? <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> we find it really hard to yeah. like. I think you get better at that as you get older. You know, you increase like what you listen to, like. I've always like encouraged people like if you really want to get adventurous, you know, and listen to some like Miles Davis or John Coltrane, you know, or, yeah. or like Sun Ra. Because if you listen to jazz, like a lot of jazz has fusion jazz has a lot of rock aspects. If you listen to what yeah. the, dr- mm-hmm. the drummers do, the drummers do amazing things that that any drummer could kind of like. Wow, I can really learn from what's going on. Like if you listen to Coltrane. You know, you listen yeah. to Michael Davis, you can hear very complex rhythm patterns being done, and you're like, damn. It's like, they, you know, it's hard to even get close to it, but just listening to it opens your, your eyes to, like, oh, wow, you, that's what you could do. You know, yeah. and when you can bring stuff like that in, if, even if you listen to the phrasing that John Coltrane has on his sax, Hendrix used to listen to it. And Hendrix took some of the phrasing that Coltrane did on his sax and brought it into the guitar. And some people, we're saying, well, how did Hendrix sound like he does? If you really listen close to Hendrix, he's bringing a lot of jazz phrasing into yeah. the place. And you would never pick that up if you don't listen to jazz. You know, so that's, that's yeah, so that's a cool thing to think about. Like when you, even classical stuff, you know, you listen to some classical music, it can help you structure your chord arrangements, you know, 
Yeah. When yeah. they get more complicated, then you can use some aspects from that. And so there's, there's they cross genre, you know, work is, is always interesting. It will make your work stand out when you do that. Like you do a little history lesson for music history and they, that yeah. that always helps i think you like and you do what you like you know you don't have to like coltrane because people say coltrane you could go find something else but just looking for things that take that are little oddball things then you you can have reference points that are there but maybe nobody knows about not as popular so then you can bring things in and it, it's interesting you know it kind of yeah. kind of opens things up if you bring out things that people are you know, a lot of people are sampled like what's popular or they take references from things that everybody knows. Mm. But if you go deeper and you go find something like from Velvet Underground album or you found something from Big Star or, or you listen to Joy Division and you find something from Joy Division or television or one of these bands from the you know New Age that nobody really is like using that, that heavy, you know, then, then you can kind of have a reference point that is, you know, really interesting and, and could be very usable and not feel like it's ripping them off. Like it shows that you just have a little depth, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. So yeah, it's just, it's, it's interesting. You know, it's great to see that you guys are still working on new material and uh, that you're moving forward Mm -hmm. and, and, and building up your sound and that you, you know, you're self critical enough to realize that you, you need to, update what you're doing and i think that's real important as an yeah. artist like you, you do something like in the moment you like, what is the best thing and then you go back and you're like a little self-critical and say well you know i could do that better i think that's always yeah. it's a good thing for an artist to be able to do that i think that's really yeah. positive and i, I thank I, you give you guys kudos for doing that and being open about it that's cool yeah thank you yeah always trying to improve i guess yeah, I think that's the goal for any anybody in art, any kind of artist. You know, the really yeah. you can always you know increase your capabilities and get better all the time. You know, and if you any artist that thinks like they're the best, then they kind of get stagnant. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it, like if they, it's like oh, I'm the best, I don't need to do anything. You know, it's like okay. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like all right, okay. I guess that's that's what it is. But yeah, when you realize that you, there's always room to move. You know, there's always room. You see these jazz guys, they're always still pushing. You know, you get guys like, you know, Jagger's still doing stuff. McCartney's still doing stuff. They still think yeah. there's something new to be said. That's That shows you, like, you can keep on going. You don't have to be, like, done. You know, you can keep on going. Yeah. Um, so many different things you can do in music. Yeah, it's just, like, there's so many yeah. different influences you can take and directions yeah. you can go. So, you know, it's like, like maybe like you could go in a little depth. I don't know if you want to reveal what you're doing, but like when you guys are like looking at increasing your capability or specific steps you're taking that you want to tell people or you're trying like secret, you don't want to get into it. Um, I don't know. Well, we're kind of just carrying on really, but just, um, I don't know. Well, I guess we're kind of making, we're trying to make a good mix of kind of fast songs and slow songs at the same time. Okay. So trying to kind of not make everything sound too samey and we're trying to try different styles try, of music in there. Yeah, they're almost like a, would you say one of the songs sounds not really like a country vibe, but like kind of like a, I don't know how you'd explain it. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, you're something you're trying okay. to do. Like, you want to make a, a record that doesn't sound every song the same. You want yeah. Yeah. varied mix, varied influences. So then, when the question goes to this, do you guys think of like when you record your music? Do you think of as albums having a a theme, or do you just like an album? Is this like you take your best songs and you put it on an album? Where you try to make all the songs kind of have be feel like they belong together? Have you thought about like when you build a record? Have you thought about like kind of? Because if you go back in the 1970s, that a lot of records were built on themes. Where if you listen to the whole record, like wow, that really everything kind of flows, and it feels yeah. like it belongs in in that collection. Have, have you guys thought about stuff like that going forward, or, or making themed based records and things like that? Yeah, I think we have a bit of a theme. Not really with the sound though, but the lyrics are there all have the same theme. Oh, that's cool. Like, Rib Jeans and Snake Bites was kind of about the social issues, like people just following each other blindlessly. And it, all the songs were kind of based around that, that kind of told a bit of the story. Yeah. I think it's good to listen to an album like all the way through as well, definitely. Like, if it's, especially if it's themed. Like, Rib Jeans and Snake Bites, sometimes, I think if you listen to it from top to bottom, it kind of takes you almost... It's cliche, but on a journey, like um, you know, through fast to slow, and you know, through the perspective of a you know guy who's you know mindlessly following like the crowd and everything, getting into trouble, and then you know at the end it kind of just breaks down into a song like homesick, where you know everything's kind of gone pear shaped. <laughs> Yeah, I felt that, like, that's what I liked about your material, because sometimes people today are so, like, single-focused, they put out a lot of singles, and, you know, that's the way the world is, because the way, you know, Spotify is, the way iTunes and Tidal, they kind of, you know, people don't seem to have the patience to listen to theme-based records, except, like, in hip-hop, there seems to be... uh, a, a trend where you got, like, Kanye West, and, you know, if you listen to, like, um... Kendrick Lamar, they've had theme-based mm. records that people yeah. seem to listen to all the way through. But within like the rock genre, there's been like a drop-off since like Green Day did what they did, and and bands doing things like that, and and the public really being into it as much as they are in hip hop, which I'm always like waiting to say, where, where's the next great like rock band? to do like what Green Day did, what Pearl Jam did, what Nirvana did, you know. Yeah, yeah. And you guys, like, you guys are aspiring in the direction, and that's cool to see that you're you're going that way. And, uh, you know, if you keep on pushing, you know, everything's possible. Like, art is something that nobody can control what is in your guys' heads. You know, you guys can bring that to the world, and you do something amazing, it's going to, you know, it's going to resonate. And I think yeah. I think you guys are really going in that direction with the stuff you're doing. Thank you. Yeah, I just think yeah, if you can get some people to jump on the bandwagon, and hopefully we can push this out and get more more fans to follow you guys. Um, yeah. Because now that we're on all these platforms, it's going to go out to like ten different platforms. You know that this this conversation, mm. and then we're going to be able to we'll put hyperlinks to your record um, on it and. Um, yeah, we'll just we'll keep on pushing, and uh, when you guys are ready uh, for your next project and it's closer, you know, to coming out, where you got the 
singles ready or that full record if we can come back and promote it. Cool. Uh, Thank you. Cheers. Yeah. Good? Is there anything else you want to talk to your fans about? Uh, still don't have any fans, but... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you got guys following you on Spotify. I see there's people following you. you know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, I don't know really. Just stick with us, and yeah, hopefully we can get better and play more shows, and yeah, release more music. Keep on going. Yeah, well, that's the goal. So we keep on pushing you guys out. You know, get you guys on some Spotify playlist. You know, that's the goal. Get you guys on a, on a good playlist. To get heavy rotation, that's yeah, yeah. get get your YouTube videos to really get picked up. You know, see if you can get other podcasters and bloggers to talk about you or interview you. You know, we're yeah, we're yeah. we're thinking about doing a YouTube show, um, eventually. So eventually, you know, we might be able to do like a, a video interview with you guys and push it out. So, yeah, yeah. So when we get to that point, we'll talk to you about that, and. uh yeah, we're always looking to increase what we're doing. Like we said, uh, Anchor is listener-supported. Part of what we're trying to do in the future is do a YouTube version of the show where we'll have a co-host. We might have a female co-host that will interview people, too. Um, and so, yeah, a lot of what we're going to do in the future uh, is um, we're going to keep on pushing. And uh, right now we're kind of Uber Lyft-supported. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I do that as my side gig. But you know, oh, nice. fans fans want to start helping us out. You know, this for free. But if we get support, then we can increase our capability. Get on Twitch, do a YouTube version of the show. There's a lot of things we could do. So there is a user support. You can subscribe for a dollar, five dollars, nine dollars, and people will be able to get the benefits of uh, fan elected ghost tracks before other people get them. We'll be able to give you people. Um, information about other bands, you know, do promotional efforts and work with other bands on stuff like that. So when we post yeah. on that, if there's stuff you guys want to do and push out, we can talk about it offline. But uh, yeah, so hope everybody enjoyed uh, this this episode. We talked to the Muted, and uh, you guys come out, go out there and support them. They're on all the platforms, and you know when they're playing a live show, go see them, buy their merch, listen to their music. Go on YouTube, like them, subscribe to them, you know, tell everybody about them, you know, be a real fan. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Thank you, guys. Keep on, keep on doing a good fight. Keep on writing. Thank you. Thanks for the support. Yep. Bye. Bye.